um, uh, they're all slapping their freaking penises around. So it's kind of like yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all doing they're all doing that shit. They're all yeah, they're all got their dicks out of the water, showing them off and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's well. Her point was like that you could. Her point was that you could like. Testicles, one, two, testicles. Yes, yes, we're back at like young crack addicts. What's good? <laughs> we are back. Welcome to Paranoid Radio Podcast. This is your boy, Troubles Garcia. And joining me again in the ones and twos is the best co-host in the motherfucking planet, Big Tank. Salute, my boy. Salute, salute, salute. What's going on, my brother? <laughs> Nothing much, bro. How was your fucking weekend? Lit, lit, lit. I was somewhere deep in Mexico, I would have to say. Mm-hmm. Fucking getting shit cracking. All right, that is right. But you already know what this is. This is the best show with the best content for the best fucking listeners. You, the Probers, Probe Nation. All right. We have a very fucking special fucking show, pre-made show by a very special fucking guest today. Um, But before we do all of that, Big Tank, please connect the randomizing machine and give us the listener of the week. Listen to that baby purr. Big Ooh. tech. Who do we have today? <laughs> Black Tree Skylines. Ooh, Ooh. Salute, salute, salute. Black Tree Skyline on Instagram. She is a new follower and supporter, and she's been active on a fucking account on Instagram. Thank you so much for following us, and we hope that you're listening to the show. Um, This episode goes out to you. All right. Mad love, mad love. That is right. That is right. Big tank. But you already know what this is, bro. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Paranormal Radio. Big tank. What is happening? What is happening, my people? You guys know the deal. I'm going to give you guys two stories. I want you guys this two cents plus my two cents. And we taking this bitch to the bank of knowledge. Ooh, the bank of knowledge. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> First major story on the news worldwide. This is going on. If you don't believe this, go check it out. So, worldwide, Craig. Worldwide. Worldwide. So, if you already know, Bitcoin and Dogecoin are cryptocurrencies. They're one of the two most known. There's thousands of them out there, but not mm-hmm. all of them make it. All of them actually have a real value. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, bank accounts last night were fluctuating heavy thousands of people lost money gained money lost money gained money stayed the same crazy Mm -hmm. as fuck so if you're invested in the cryptocurrency check your portfolio definitely check it out i mean it's nothing crazy out of this world obviously you're dealing in basically crypto money but Mm -hmm. it's definitely scary if you got more than a couple hundred bucks in there that's right that's right you gotta fucking check that shit out story number two this mm-hmm. one's coming to you from the other side of the world. The oh, Taliban have retaken Afghanistan. Oh, my goodness. For the people that don't know, Taliban 
were there previous, they were actually forced out by the U.S. forces when we were dealing with the whole war in Iraq. That's right. We went there, quote unquote, and we set up democracy for them. Make it better for them, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, however you guys want to believe it. Obviously, I'm not over there. I'm not seeing how it is. But we were able to push the Taliban down. Yeah. And now that U.S. forces are retreating, we have no such hard present present there. They came in. It got to the point so bad where the military basically put down their guns and said, fuck this. The president said, deuces, catch you guys on the fly. That is right. The United States is pulling out finally after training and um, giving salaries and even giving weapons to the Afghan military. Even uh, I got, got to a point where the Afghan military even has an Air Force and the U.S. was running the maintenance on these Air Force um, vehicles. But um, unfortunately, I don't know, for some reason, the Afghans are not willing to fight the war. So, um, you know, I honestly could only hope for, hope for the best. So major love and prayers to everybody out there. We will definitely be keeping you in our heads and in our hearts. This is what is happening. I brought you guys two stories. Let me know if you guys are feeling it. If you're not feeling it, if it was a heavy topic, if you want more stupid topic, you guys <laughs> want to hear more wolves, human wolves, scaring people, let me know. Hit me up in the comments. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think. That is right. That is right. Big Tech, again, with the fucking good fucking presence and bringing his two amazing stories. Thank you again. Everybody, please give him a round of applause. <sighs> that is right. <laughs> Big Tech, thank you. Now, everybody, we have a pre-recorded show with a very special guest. We're about to introduce him up next, so enjoy the fucking show. Salute, salute. Salute, brother. Now, today, Big Tank, allow me to set the fucking mood and jump from the deep end of the pool because today we have an amazing fucking episode. For the very first time we ever, I mean ever, for the very first time ever, we have a special guest based in the beautiful country of Thailand. Today, he's bringing massive wealth of information to our show along with great conspiracy topics around the world with his own podcast. He is a teacher, the creative director and host of the Conspiracy Comrades podcast. Please give a warm welcome to Jordan Freena. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Like, that's the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, dude, I'm glad we gave you an amazing intro. Hopefully, you can remember us by that. <laughs> <laughs> at least, if, if that's all he takes away from us, at least the intro he loved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soundbite that and keep it every time I introduce myself on my podcast. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Awesome. Jordan <laughs> Freena. Can I call you Jay? Is that cool with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Jay is a host of a conspiracy podcast. He's based in Thailand. Now, Jordan, for the people that do not know who you are, our listeners, we call them the probers. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let them know who you are and a little bit about your podcast. What's going on, guys? So my name is Jordan. I'm from the UK, normally from the north, the best part. Ooh. And, you know, I, I decided to make this make this podcast for a little bit of a little bit of fun. A little bit of breakdowns and, you know, mm-hmm. man, there's a lot of crazy things that go on in the world. And some of it is true and some of it is not so true. Do you know what I mean? So I'm here to just kind of skate that middle line. When I first started this podcast, I found it hard. It's either you've either got the nuts on one side that believe absolutely everything or you've got the guys that just want to shoot everything down. So I thought, I want to take a funny middle line and break things down to the best of my ability, come with the facts, come with the funnies, and, you know, try and figure it out. Try and actually get to the bottom of some of the conspiracies. 
That is right. You know, uh, Big Tank and I hosting this Paranoid Radio podcast, um, we both share that same passion that you do and the specific same page of the book because we try to see uh, conspiracies in a deeper end and then on the factual end also. And then we make it fun as we're putting our point across. So it's uh, it's definitely uh, a shared, a mutual feeling. For Most sure. Definitely it is. All right. Now, Big Tank and Jordan, I'm going to start this conversation Tonight is going to be another fucking cryptid. As you know, Big Tank and I had a versus battle of Chupacabra versus the Wolfman. Chupacabra beat his ass all day, every day. And, and uh, your deranged mind, <laughs> yes, yes. Whatever, 110%. bro. Whatever, bro. The point is, we got a little bit into cryptids and our imagination just started fucking flowing. And then we came across um, Conspiracy Combats, which is an amazing fucking show, by the way. Check them out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for free and every other fucking podcast pl- platform. Now, um, we're going to be talking about Loch Ness Monster today. A very fucking famous, the notorious Nessie the Brave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, um, now, so from what I got out of your show, because your show was one of the first ones that talked about the Loch Ness Monster into depth. What I got out of your show was a lot of people, it's not a monster. Technically, the word monster is, a little, is used a little bit too intense. So the Loch Ness uh, Nessie is more of a, a mythical monster and from what I know I even pulled out that some people even confuse it to be a whale penis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah definitely <laughs> really funny so my first question to you my dude would be um, when was the legend of the Loch Ness Monster or where was it founded man there's, there's, there's a few main stories okay so you can date it back to as early as 500 AD so these people called the Picts and these people were the local people of um, Scotland in, around that area, okay? So they carved into stone a lot of the, as kind of cavemen and stuff would do, they carved into rocks a lot of the local animals that lived around them. And one of the car, all of the carvings now have been, you know, proved to be real animals or, you know, deer or this or that. But there's one that, there's one that they just couldn't quite figure out, and it was this Nessie-looking creature. So... The first actual sighting or the first actual mention of it wasn't actually in the water. It was a carving on a rock uh, towards the side of the lot. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the first actual mention of it. Then when you go throughout history, the actual sightings kind of start to come, come up. And they come up and up again. The most or the earliest one that we could find was by a fellow called St. Columbia. And he was an Irish missionary who wanted to bring Christianity to Scotland. Mm-hmm. So in five, in 565 AD, um, he was traveling to Scotland and on, uh, sorry, and on his way to visit the King, he visited these Picts, these Northern Picts mm-hmm. near Inverness. And when he, and <laughs> when he stopped, he saw that this beast was attacking. So this is probably maybe more so where the monster theory comes from. Ah. Because then he sees he sees this uh, this beast killing people in the lake, and he confronts it, right? And he says, mm-hmm. you know, the pa- the the power of God uh, condemns you. It commands this creature to stop killing these people and go back with all speed. And mm-hmm. the monster retreated and apparently never harmed another human again. Oh. So this is this is probably where the monster theory comes from. That was a kind of more of a biblical reference. So okay. the first the first modern sighting was around 1870 when Dean McKenzie claimed to have seen something wiggling and churning up water. And, but then this account wasn't actually published until 1934, uh, the year 
a year after another signing. So, I mean, it's kind of like are the, it's these like are the, the first, first ones. View. I'm sorry to interrupt. It's kind of like that. I, I was reading online that somebody saw it on 1933. And then the yeah. first picture was dropped in 1934, alleged picture, which actually was yeah. a freaking uh, an elephant the trunk, most, right? The, the, yeah, most the most famous, famous picture, one. no? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the most fam- the most famous picture um, has come out to be to be a hoax now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard so. I heard from your episode on your on your podcast that um, there was even a circus. Uh, nearby that were letting the elephants shower or you know bathe on in in, in at Loch at Loch Ness and um, yeah I guess they photographed uh, uh, an elephant trunk. Yeah, well, like like definitely. Or like one there's one woman that apparently saw something crossing the road, this giant beast crossing the road, which is probably from the circus which were visiting Venice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen an elephant swim, but they can fully submerge themselves in water and just stick their trunks out the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you saw that shit, you'd be like, whoa. National <laughs> Geographic. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'd probably think it was messy if I saw that shit, you know what I mean? So fair enough. I, I kind of understand where the p- people are coming from on that one. Absolutely. What about casualties? Has Okay, has there ever since, okay, so since that priest um, told him, what was his name again? The, the dude that condemned him or asked him to leave in the name of Jesus? <sighs> Saint Columba. Saint Columba. Okay, Saint, right? Okay, so what if this dude yeah. after him, has there been any reported casualties or injuries? Just one. Just one. That okay. I can find officially. Um, so in 90 this man, this this story is it's dodgy as well. Like I tried to find hospital records, I tried to find um, an actual like mention from the family <laughs> that mentioned it. Couldn't find it. But <laughs> here's how the story goes. Okay. So in nineteen seventy-eight a family rented a boat from a company owned by a man called Stanley Roberts. Now, this guy, Stanley Roberts, is the one that claims this story to be true. Mm-hmm. Outside of this fellow, Stanley Roberts, I can't really find shit. So you'll have to take Stanley's word <laughs> oh, for so it. it's like his word, like literally. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So I know, I, well, you know, yes, I mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess. But I, I don't know. I, I take this one with a pinch of salt, but the boat... The boat apparently hit a large creature. So this family take out this boat. There's like, um, I think there was a boy and a girl, the grandpa and the dad. They -hmm. take out this boat and the boat apparently hits a large creature. Then after hitting this large creature, the beast reportedly sticks its head out of the water as if to say, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) He's just hitting it. Looks looks at the family. The old man has a heart attack. The family starts freaking out. The, The family obviously bring the boat straight back. The boat was apparently damaged. There was like black um, skin, like really rough skin caught up in the propeller. They brought the boat back. The grandfather gets taken to hospital where he actually dies, according to Stanley. He dies. And then here's where the dodgy part happens on this story, though. So Stanley goes to get the boat repaired, right? And while he's getting the boat repaired, the boat repairman finds all this dodgy, all this really thick black skin caught up in the propeller. Now, Apparently, the boat repairman knows about this story and how it hit this creature. Uh-huh. And instead of keeping this skin or, you know, taking it for any analysis or just keeping it as a souvenir, mm-hmm. he takes it away and just throws it back in the lock. What? No, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I, I would have kept yeah. that and put that in a jar and kept that exactly, freaking... Yeah. I'll be showcasing that at work. <laughs> Ex- tell me about it. Or you'd at least give it to the family. You know what I mean? Their granddad's died. Like, <laughs> they deserve a souvenir or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little. Okay, I, I see why you say it's real dodgy. I, I really do see it. 
It could have been a, it could have been whale skin, bro. It could have been. I mean, parts of that whale. Anything. Dick. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we can get to what I think it is a little bit later. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I heavily think it's an eel. An eel. Oh, part of an okay, eel. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna yeah. ask because I mean, um, mo- the one of the most famous theories behind it is it is that it's a, it's a form of sort of a pit. What is it called? Paleosaur. Plesiosaur, yeah. There we go, Plesiosaur. That's one of the most, uh, I guess, common. So that's yeah. what I was actually going to ask you. I know you just said it's an eel, but why would you say it's an eel, per se? Like, what, yeah, have you found any soundings? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, yeah, so like, there was, there was this guy called Professor Gemmel, right? And Gemmel comes from, he's, he's actually from uh, New Zealand. And he decided, he was like, he just took an interest in the story. So he's, um, he studies DNA. So he brought a whole team down to Loch Ness and they studied, um, they can actually take samples of the water and see what types of animal DNA is in there. Okay. Oh my and God. They, found, okay. they found all sorts in there, man. They, they found like, uh, they found dogs. They found, uh, they, they were basically just trying to disprove other things. But they found also, they found dig, uh, pig DNA, uh, dog DNA, like even stuff that shouldn't be in the water, right? What? They, they found no. No trace of DNA that they've never really seen before, which the plesiosaur would be. Now, what he did find in there, and what Gemmel did find in there, is ridiculous amounts of eel DNA. Way more than what would, or what people thought the lock housed previously. So the people thought, you know, there's always been eels, but not that many. But he found an overwhelming amount of eel DNA. And um, it's possible... So, like, there's, a, there's this eel called the European conga eel, right? And it can grow up to six meters long. Now, that's about as long, that's about as, long as what... Yeah, that's about as long as what... Now, they haven't actually found officially a conga eel in the lock. But that's about as long as what they think this plesiosaur could be. And these motherfuckers can weigh up to 110 kilos. So these, these are some big guys, you know? And if you it's think for, it's just like an... For our American on, friends, 110 kilos in pounds is... <laughs> About uh, 250? 250 pounds, people. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's a big fucking animal. You know, actually. Big boy. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Um, So if it's housing a big animal, how big can the lock be? Now, for the uh, American listeners, the people that don't know what lock means, lock means lake. It's just, you mm-hmm. know, a Scottish word for, for lake. How big is the lake of Ness? So it's actually the, the, the Loch Ness, actually the largest volume of fresh water in great britain okay now i i uh, I, I wrote down here in uh, kilometers and miles for you guys because I, I don't know i don't know what <laughs> you guys go by i don't know if you guys do the miles as well so it's uh, it's nearly 800 feet deep so it's man that's that's deep do you that's know what i mean like, hell, dude. yeah yeah and that's in, in certain areas that is but yeah man, it's, i was shocked at how deep it is like real deep it's really long. So it's about 23 miles long. I converted that to be about 36 kilometers long. Wow. And But it's not that wide. It's only about 1.7 miles wide, so about 2.7 kilometers wide. So it's big enough that something could definitely live in there. Yeah. Um, but going against that is it's, it's, quite, um, it's quite dark. So it's so the, you the, can't really the... see anything in front of you if you're like deep diving. Exactly, and the problem with a dark water is that not many. So a bit, it's like a food chain, right? So not many, um, not many 
smaller organisms can live in it. So without any smaller organisms, they can't really be bigger organisms because Makes it kind sense. of breaks down the food chain. Makes sense. So the only problem with the plesiosaur theory, going back to you know what Big Tank said there, mm-hmm. would be that it would have to, you know, plesiosaurs lived millions and millions of years ago. So you would have to, you would have had to have had a breeding population big enough to sustain themselves for millions of years. And the theory is that the, that the lake, sadly, just doesn't have that food resource mm. big enough for a family of plesiosaurs to live for long. Because it's not just going to be one plesiosaur that's millions and millions and millions of years old. Do you know what I mean? It would have yeah. to logically be a breeding population. So Per se, uh, let's give it a big hype belief if we do believe in it, that there's a plesiosaur. So okay. if we do believe it is a plesiosaur, obviously there would have to be two at any given point. If and you've they... seen Jurassic Park, dinosaurs can change their sex according to their uh, surroundings. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's just believe for a quick. Interesting. Part. I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think exactly. those. Yeah. I think those. I think those dinosaurs had frog DNA. I think that's why. They're... <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. But if we were to say that there's a rule of, I guess, two, always being there, two or three, um, there's saying basically through the gen- through the genetic mutation of them incesting so much. That it would actually bring down their how do you call it their weight and their height of kind of like lions and stuff. How lions used to be bigger back then, and um, a lot of animals are now are smaller than their older counterparts. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I see where if you're going we with were that. Belie- if we were to believe in that, what do you think about that? It's po- I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It's possible animals are always going to evolve to their surroundings. I guess if you if you, if you believe in the uh, if you believe in the theory of evolution, that is, yeah, uh, yeah. which I'm sure I'm sure some of my listeners don't, but I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's possible. But then the, one of the biggest um, one of the biggest problems with it potentially being a plesiosaur is that it was sixty five million years ago. And yes, I, I do kind of believe. Okay, it's possible that maybe. You know, this these two could have had a litter of children, and the litter of children could have mated with each other, and mated with each other, and mated with each other. And there's only ever two or three, but there's always a consistent breeding population. And if you ask one guy, you know, it's one, you know, we'll get into this a little bit later. If you ask one guy, he believes that there was once plesiosaurs, but now they've died out in his of lifetime. Course. But the only problem with that is that ten thousand years ago there was an ice age, okay. right? And during that ice age the lock was completely frozen. So unless, unless through some sort of crazy inbreeding, <laughs> these fellas are able to withstand a thousand year frozen lake, it kind of also puts a halt to that theory. You kind of, you kind of gave me um, another theory Walt now. Disney, I just... Walt Disney is trying it. So, I mean, check <laughs> <laughs> this out. Check this out, guys. Currents. Underwater currents. Okay, so way, uh, whales, dolphins, sharks, many animals, large mammals, and other species of animals in the ocean do switch and, and continue swimming around the earth um, depending on the fucking temperature of the water and the seasons, and they follow water currents. So let's just hypothetically but say that Loch Ness... Is it closed off? Is it closed off? No. It has an opening to the salt water, I believe. It it does it does have an it only a very slight one, 
which can be as shallow in parts as two meters, um, and even even less so depending on on water flow. So it okay, is it blows it out of it, the water. So, yeah, so to be a lake, it does kind of need to be closed off at some point, which it is. But it does have a slight opening, and this is so like there's photos that are, that have been come out recently. Quite a few photos that have come out recently, actually. Um, and there have been a few convincing ones. Uh, and one of the things that this Gemmel guy couldn't find was any catfish DNA. However, one of the most recent photos was thought to be a giant catfish. Now, this fellow didn't find any catfish DNA. And that is probably because this catfish that has come out now to actually be a catfish um, probably swam in from the ocean. So it is, I would say this would be my only viable theory if we're going down the plesiosaur route would be that, say, for example, as you mentioned, you know, animals move around from place to place, but they all normally have a breeding zone, right? One yes. place where they go and they feel comfortable giving birth, um, nursing their children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I would say the one potential theory you could say is that they leave, they go swim around the ocean, they do their thing, but then, like you say, when it's time to get freaky, they come back to the lock, they somehow managed to, you know, climb <laughs> themselves through this. Yeah, they somehow managed to get themselves over this very thin leading up to the lock, this very thin waterway leading up. To, and then they get in there, have their <laughs> babies, work, people man. see them. Yeah, <laughs> people see them, freak out. Yeah, but then again, have you seen salmon swimming up a river, do you know, to get to where they need to go? Like, it's, you know. Oh, that's nature insane. You know, yeah, it, nature it's funny. leads it's... to weird stuff, you know. It's funny because I remember hearing your episode with your co-host, and she's like, "It's a giant dick whale." I mean, it's a giant whale dick, and it's, so I guess, so I guess, what happens for the listeners that do not know how whales mate? Yeah, <laughs> all the whoa. male dicks come out. They're all fucking swinging dick, and and the lady whale, she's like swimming, and she's like. You no know, flirting with them, flirting, flirting. Hey, you're good. Hey, you're small. Hey, you're a little buff, but you got a small one. And then finally, the right one comes out. But as she's choosing who she wants to smash, um, uh, they're all slapping their freaking penises around. So it's kind of like yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all doing they're all doing that shit. They're all yeah, they're all got their dicks out of the water, showing them off and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's well, her point was like that you could. Her point was that you could like. Man, some crazy shit happens at seeds, you know what I mean? Like, people yeah. people think, like, stuff is, you know... People get mistaken for things all the time at sea. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of what the theory is about what mermaids could be. Do you know, like, how old sailors saw mermaids? And they were so um, they were so lost. They were lost. They, were, they, they were thought hungry. they were manatees. Seals. Uh -huh. Yeah, manatees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seals and manatees, exactly. And, they, you know, they were tired. Most of these motherfuckers, you know, had a vitamin D deficiency. They were fucked, so... I, I, I see deficiency, sorry. So, yeah, I I, I get I do it a little bit down the crazy route with the whale theory in the middle of the lock. You know what? I'm going to have to debunk that theory. I have a feeling they were just horny and they said, this is close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very possible. I'm pretty sure they just went back home and they bragged out about it to their boys. Hey, you know what? There's this freaking looking half woman type of thing. It, it, when it was just a big manatee that had probably had seaweed in its hair, bro. We are, we one, are. One of them moving... definitely fucked one of them, you know. <laughs> oh man, I don't doubt that at all. We're moving from fucking Loch Ness to mermaids and horny whales. All right, guys, let's put a cap on this fucking conversation. Dude, Jordan Frina, um, 
we're gonna end the conversation here and we're gonna jump into a segment called fuck you tony fuck you ezekiel this is how we end the show it's um always ending the show on a high note with a fucking laugh for the people to come back and enjoy themselves now um this segment i'm just gonna be basically tell you a riddle uh, or a joke and you let me know if you want to laugh or keep serious face okay <laughs> yes yeah, so are you, you ready have to let them know if you want to laugh <laughs> no, you just laugh, brother. You just laugh. <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you, Ezekiel. <clears throat> if you think about it, many people's life is just one long trip between two hospitals. Uh, uh, no? Oh, no, no. I got a smile. I had a smile. I had a smile, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, 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 wait. I think you right. better. I know. I know, dude. I haven't prepped. Relax. <clears throat> why? Okay. Why are they called buildings? If they're already built, why can't they just be called built? No? No? Damn. Mm. I'm losing the <laughs> fucking touch. I feel like I'm around the I feel like I'm around the dinner table at Christmas right now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called beat up when they're actually in reality beating your ass down? No, a little bit of flair. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> All right, guys. That was fuck you, Tony. Fuck you, Ezekiel. The first time I did not make people one. laugh. <laughs> that was a rough one. That was a rough one. The first one was the best. The first one was the best. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, uh, Jordan Frina from the Conspiracy Comrades podcast. Please give a shout out. Let them know where they can find you. Yeah, sure. And we're on everything, everything. We we had to create a we had to create a TikTok recently. I'm getting used to that. I don't know if you guys have used TikTok like these Ooh. young kids, man. But yeah, yeah, hey, dude, we're on. We're about hundred followers. That. Yeah, whoa, that's pretty good. That's pretty hey, good. Man, yeah, for sure. We started two months ago, so we're doing pretty fucked up. That's very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we're, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and then wherever you find your podcast: Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple, um, Chromecast, everywhere, everywhere. That is- uh, they're, they're called Conspiracy Comrades. Conspiracy Comrades on Instagram. Make sure you follow them. If you cannot find them, follow us, and then you'll see them as our, on, our, on our most recent follow worse. Also, Conspiracy Comrades on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for free. Free 99. You check them out. They have amazing fucking content. Please make sure you check them out and give them five-star reviews if you enjoy the show. Now, Big Tank, please let them know where they can find you. Catch me at eknat.ivix. Once again, eknat.ivix. On all of your major and social media platforms, let me know what you guys are not feeling, what you guys are. If you guys have stories for me that you guys want me to cover for what is happening, I am here. And let's not forget our brothers from our red pill heavy hitters are in the house. We got our brother Morpheus, JB from the Fell Academy. We got Perception Real. We also have our soul sister, Soulless Reiki, nothing but. Heavy hitters, big materials, big bomb dropping. That is right. That is right. Now, and you can find me at Trebles Garcia, T-R-E-B-L-E-S Garcia on all social media platforms. That is Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But don't forget, hit us up at ParanoidRadio.com and give us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you also hit up the Conspiracy Comrades Podcast. Drop a five-star review on them and show them some motherfucking love. That is right. Now, thank you all for being here today, for joining us around the fucking world. And mad love and shout-outs to Morpheus, Breaking the Matrix, JB. Um, from the Fail Academy, uh, Perception Rio and Solus Reiki. 
each and every single one of you out there supporting our fucking show. Keep in fucking tone that it's almost a one-year anniversary for Paranoid Radio Podcast, and we're preparing a fucking collage, an amazing fucking episode for all of you guys to hear and enjoy, and also reflect off of 100, uh, off of 60 fucking episodes, and a whole 365 days ago when we started this fucking podcast as a fucking hobby. It's still a fucking hobby, and it's a lot more fun to do now, but still, um, we have a little trajectory for you, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy us. So tune in. It's dropping this week. Today is Monday, August 16th, dropping bombs, and we're dropping this four days from today on our official anniversary. Stay tuned also for the fucking raffle and the fucking special care package one-off t-shirts and other uh, little uh, prices we're going to be giving out to our fucking listeners. Most definitely, most definitely. We're actually going to do a reveal. We're still not sure we're going to go live or how we're going to do it, but we are definitely, definitely keep your eye out because this is going to be one of a kind merch. That is right. Thank you again, Big Tank. Uh, mad love to you, man, and have a good night. Boom. Blow your fucking mind. <laughs>